The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Business Podcast. I am your host for today's interview, Bob Nelson, the Director of Communications for the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Joining me today for today's episode of the Inside Business Podcast is Vicki Smith from Care Access. Hello, Bob. Welcome, Vicki. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Vicki, tell us a little bit about you. So, um, I am originally from Illinois, moved out to the Phoenix area approximately 30 years ago, and I started in the senior care business back in 2010, and it was a passion of mine, and all of a sudden, I reached, I was reached, outreached by a recruiter from Care Access and said, hey, I think that you would be a good fit with our company. And so um, after a couple of interviews, I said, yeah, I think it's a great fit. So uh, they hired me in a role called Patient Access Liaison, which is truly community outreach and letting folks know about Care Access and what we're doing in the Mesa community, Mesa Phoenix area. Cool. Let's, you know what, let's dive right in there. Sure. So tell us a little bit about Care Access, what the mission is and kind of what we're doing. Absolutely. So Care Access is a leading operator of decentralized clinical research trials in the United States. And the company is on a mission to bring clinical research directly into the communities, improving access to treatments across several therapeutic areas. And the main reason we're here in the Mesa area is for an Alzheimer's study. So our model really allows us to reach a diverse patient population, and it ultimately ensures that the therapies are safe, effective for everybody, including historically unrepresented populations. Um, and that is really truly the, the one of the major problems with clinical research right now. And that's one of the things that we're looking to solve. So representation, inclusion, and access is where we're building trust in the community. Cool. So that sounds that's actually pretty cool. So tell us a little bit about non-medical, I'm assuming participants or people, uh, and what what a decentralized trial is. So give us some background in regards to what we're what you're doing. Sure. So historically, Clinical research has been conducted at physical research sites, like an academic facility, which puts a, like a college, a, or, right, a college or a large facility like Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, and things like that. Okay. And really that puts the burden on the participant for taking time off work, for travel, for childcare, and it makes it less accessible to a large population of people. So with our decentralized model, we focus really on the patient and their experience first, and we make it easy and possible for participants to participate in the studies, whether it involves going to a doctor's office, maybe, or one of our local sites, or we even have mobile units that we can take out into the community, depending upon the trial. So it really does it really does expand the available audience that you have access to to get you like as much data as you can get. Is that kind of the idea? Absolutely, and it allows the trials to go in a much quicker fashion. A lot of time, trials take so much longer because we have to wait for, or traditionally the patients, they had to wait for them to come to them. Now we can bring it out to the communities where the greatest need is. Cool. So you had mentioned um, a minute ago that one of the projects that we're working on right now is around Alzheimer's. 
Um, I'm assuming that is your current trial. So tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. First, before I jump into the trial, I want to kind of talk a little bit about Alzheimer's itself. Okay. So Alzheimer's affects one in nine adults over the age of 65 in our country. In Arizona specifically, it's the fourth highest death rate, and it's only expected to increase. The number of dementia patients worldwide is set to triple by 2050. So it's really imperative that we get a focus on the dementia space and try to understand more of how um, this is impacting our patient population. So with this specific study, um, Care Access has teamed up with Eli Lilly, who's the sponsor for the specific drug trial, and it's in a phase three right now. And that's um, how we can identify and treat early stage Alzheimer's. Is that what the, each phase is a different sort of level of what is getting gathered? No. So like in phase one, they're only testing groups of tens. Um, and that's mainly for the safety part of the study to make sure that the drug that they're looking at is safe. And then the second phase is what they call efficacy. They're take, testing the efficacy. And now in phase three, um, we're testing a larger group for that safety and that efficacy. The study aims to slow the prevention of the Alzheimer's symptoms for patients by utilizing a new investigational blood test. And that blood test is looking to spot a biomarker known to detect early stages of Alzheimer's disease because it can um, start 10 to 20 years before an actual diagnosis occurs. So with the mobilization, we're able to see patients in their communities. And that's why MESA is really, truly um, should be proud and honored to be part of this study. We are conducting this study nationwide, and we were one of the cities specifically tested due to, you know, our community and the aging population. Mm -hmm. So sure. um, it, it can truly impact lives, you know, in the future in this disease that's ravaging so many. So, um I mean, in regards to in regards to just the sort of community at large, um, I mean, I think I think Alzheimer's and a lot of the aging related um, challenges. I mean, they're they're things that are ongoing. I know we here at the chamber have a, a aging and healthcare committee, and mm -hmm. you know, the city was just recognized as being uh, dementia's. I don't know if it's certified. I think it's certified is the phrase. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of attention being paid to these challenges that you run into as you're getting older. Correct. Um, but tell us a little bit about who's eligible for sure. this trial. So um, we are looking for folks that are between the ages of 55 to 80 who are currently in good health. They know, don't have any current cognitive diagnosis. And so once those folks say, hey, yes, I want to be part of this and fight Alzheimer's, they would give a call uh, or go on our website and register. And they will then um, go through what's called a telephone interactive cognitive study. It's just a test to make sure that someone does not have any cognitive processing issues. Once they pass that phase, then they're set up for a blood draw that I had mentioned earlier to look for this biomarker within the blood. And um, it's taking a little bit longer right now to get those blood results back, you know, delays with everything in the society that we live, unfortunately. So um, once they get the blood results back, um, a lot of folks will be found to not be um, eligible to move to the next phase, which is the actual clinical trial of the drug. And that's specifically for people that demonstrate the marker. Is that that is correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a very easy process. It's very, um, it's non-invasive for that very first part. And the great thing about the trial is people can choose to stop whenever they want to. 
So if they go ahead and they have the blood test done, they do, they're found to have that biomarker, then they just choose to not move to that next phase if they want to, or even if they choose to go on and do the drug trial and they're part of the way through and they say, you know what, I don't want to participate anymore, they have that option. Um, the one thing that I really truly love about Care Access is we really want to empower uh, potential candidates with education and we want them to make the decision that's right for them. So many times with clinical research, people feel like, I don't want to be a guinea pig. And that's not really truly what the phase three study is about. It's really truly saying, are we going to take that next step and trial this drug? So with if someone would go on to that next phase and go ahead and, and enter into the drug trial itself, it is what's called a double-blinded study. The double-blinded study means 50% will receive a placebo, the other 50% will re receive the actual drug being trialed, which is called denonimab. And at the end of the study, they will then uh, reveal who received the placebo and who received the actual drug. Those that receive the placebo will have the option to partake in the drug should we choose to take it to market, which could be a huge savings for those folks because they were already sure. found to have that biomarker. So it's a great, great option. So um, if someone does want to participate in the, the study, what's their first step? So their first step is to go to the website test for ALZ.com. And on there, they can go ahead and register, fill out their zip code and all of their personal information. And someone from our uh, patient education team will reach out to them and answer all of their questions, inform them on the trial more specifically. Or they can give a call into the number. It's 480-531-8991. Now, is the, is the study time-based or participant-based? Meaning, will there be a cutoff date where the study will be considered closed? Or is it based on the number of people that participate? And once you reach a certain number of people, then it'll close. That's a great question. And there's a, it's a little bit of both. So nationwide, we're looking for approximately 3,300 people. Um, Mesa specifically is about 1,400 folks okay. to get into the funnel. Now, that doesn't mean that all of them have to go through the actual drug trial. We need to go ahead and just have that many doing the actual blood test itself. Okay. And um, there is an end date on the trial, which is approximately now August, September. So that's why it's really important if somebody's thinking about it, reach out, get all the information that you need to, again, properly educate yourself and make the decision that's right for you. And, and you guys, I mean, in addition to the study itself, of course, you have access to a ton of resources that people can get surrounding Alzheimer's and dementia and getting assistance if they need assistance, right? Absolutely, we do. Um, we certainly, that is, again, one of our things. We want to be a great community partner, and we want to give the people the resources to equip them. We've recently had some patients that did not pass that telephone cognitive test. We actually did that on site. And... So we referred them to some local, some local folks to help them out with that. So cool. So um, once this study is concluded, mm -hmm. uh, will there like does Care Access then transition to another study? Is that yes, the, the we, business model? That, mm -hmm. Okay, we do actually. You're not going anywhere. So no, we are going to be in the community for a very long time. Uh, we do have another study on the horizon. 
coming up uh, probably within the next couple of months, it's going to be a cardiac study. Haven't been fully filled in on that one yet, okay. but yeah, it should be very exciting as well. It will be with a different sponsor outside of Eli Lilly. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, once we have information on that, I'd be happy to come back and kind of talk through that as yeah, well. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be, I mean, it's always interesting to see where um, science and, and research is going, especially mm-hmm. in the medical field, because that's such a critical part of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> That was kind of silly to say, critical part of our lives. <laughs> Health, <laughs> go figure. Well, you know, a lot of um, a lot of things people don't understand. Again, they they have that thought of the guinea pig when it comes to clinical trials. But what people need to understand is everything that goes in our mouth has to be approved, whether it be an aspirin, uh, an antacid tablet, or a drug for a heart medication or cancer. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's vitally important that we have participants. So, Vicki, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate you taking the time to tell us not just about the study, but about some of the things that are happening out in the community around um, how important it is to be cognizant of the changes that are happening as we age. Um, <laughs> it was my pleasure. Thank what you. Else, what else? Is there anything, any last-minute thoughts you've got that you'd like to share with everybody? Yeah, I would just say it's really critical that we learn more about how to prevent, treat, and cure neurogenitic diseases like Alzheimer's even before symptoms appear. And research typically has an access issue, but, you know, care access has really come to the forefront to help solve for that. So we're, you know, really happy to be here in the Mesa area and want to do what we can to help serve the people. It's great to have you. Thanks again for joining us here on the Inside Business Podcast. And I'll let our announcer give you all the details on the way out the door. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for joining us today, Vicki. And have a great evening, day, morning. Whatever. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.